Hello and welcome to Empower to Empower Others Radio Show. This is your host, Valerie Morell, and I'm excited that you're with me today. We're going to share with you a word of encouragement, a word of empowerment, a word to motivate you to live your best life now. We want you to live life purposely. So get ready, get ready, get ready to receive all that we have for you today on Empower to Empower Others. Hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. I am so excited. I'm excited, y'all. You know why I'm excited. I have my husband with me today. Babe, tell everybody hello. Uh, Good evening, good evening. With such enthusiasm. (laughs) We have with us tonight Pastor Benny Burrell, who is pastor of Empowerment Place Ministries. We are a global hub located, we are located in West Virginia, but we're a global hub that impacts lives um, throughout the United States and abroad. And so I am extremely, extremely happy to have him here. Man of wisdom, great wisdom, and I so appreciate it. Uh, And with that, um, babe, what's on your heart tonight? Well, uh, two words that uh, came and came to me, and um, one is uh, vi- uh, vision and wisdom. So I want to talk about uh, just those two things: um, wisdom and vision. And uh, that's you know what we'll uh, be dialoguing about. Um, and uh, the first uh, uh, Bible verse that comes about uh, is uh, James uh, chapter 1, verses 5 through 8. James 1, 5 through 8, reading in the NIV, it reads this way. If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, they do. Again, that was James chapter 1, verses 5 through 8 from the NIV. Yes, and, you know, and and as I was looking at that, you know, um, it says, if any of you lack wisdom, you should ask God, uh, who gives generously generously, uh, to all without finding fault. And and so when I looked at that and, with, you know, talking about a vision, when we, when we look to God, when we elicit the help of the Holy Spirit to lead God and direct us, and then don't waver in our faith, then we will see the things manifest that... Um, he has given to us in that vision. Um, and so, but uh, again, vision and wisdom, yes. When you when you consider vision, um, understanding what vision is, um, because we want, we want that God would reveal to us 
what he has for us, right? So when we look at vision, it comes from being able to have an encounter with God where God is going to impart to us, he's going to reveal to us, and sometimes he does things, um, he'll speak verbally, he'll give us a word, we'll have a vision, we'll have dreams, we'll, we'll, we'll have some type of encounter with us in order to get the vision. But I think that before we can even realize it or move forward with, with what we've seen, what we've been, what's been revealed to us, we have to have wisdom and relationship in order to even understand it. Yes, yes. And, you know, that was one of the things that I had, uh, that I had written down, you know, and most people when, uh, well, I, maybe I shouldn't say it like that, but people sometimes misinterpret their vision as to what God wants them to do. And so a lot of times we take that. <laughs> To be a position of power, but do but but come on, do we misinterpret what's being revealed to us, or do we not acknowledge what's being revealed to us? Because, babe, come on, you know sometimes um, you and I could look at the same thing and see something different, right? Absolutely. We can look at the very same thing and see something different because sometimes when. God has given us a vision or he's revealing something to us based on where we are mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. We might see the vision according to our flesh. We won't see it according to the spirit. Our, 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 our wisdom degree might be um, on a fourth grade level and somebody else's might be on a doctoral level. And so sometimes when God, and especially like, oh, Lord have mercy. I'm going to say this, but. I'm not trying to take it anywhere beyond this. Like, you know, you know, some ministries at the beginning of the year have corporate fasting. And they put the yeah. whole church on a fast. And it's the pastor or the denomination's desire that we all go on a fast. Well, when Holy Spirit spoke to you to put to go on a fast, that fast might have just been for you. And I know that yeah. some things come through fasting and praying, but was it for everybody or is it just your is that just what y'all do without even consulting God? Because sometimes what God gives you vision for is not for everybody. And we have to have the wisdom enough to know that just because God reveals something to us, is not for us to blast and incorporate everybody with it. That's when we need the wisdom and understanding to know how to properly see that thing come to manifestation. Because like you said, when I read in, in James 1, it says, but when you ask, you must believe and not doubt, because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind. That person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Such a person is double-minded and, and unstable in all they do. So when someone says, hey, we go, I got a vision. I got a vision, and this is what we're going to do. You got people who fast in begrudgingly. You got people that are not fasting at all. You got all this stuff going on, but yet you are a corporate body praying and believing God for something. How likely is it going to happen? I'm just saying. That just came to me. Well, <laughs> that's, it, it, you know, I didn't, I didn't share any notes that I had uh, with you, but, um, you know, I had wrote down here, uh, 
church vision and individual vision. Yeah, amen, and, babe. Amen. And 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 uh, you know now those things can come together and and work for the good of God uh, because the body is of many parts uh, working together. But sometimes we try is, to push. But that's the key, babe. One body, one body, many parts. But when you are trying to impose the vision that was for a particular part of the body and you disseminate it out to the whole body, but the whole body is not functioning with that, you get side effects. Oh, that was good yeah. right there, Holy Spirit. You know, because like, yeah. <laughs> that right there. We're grateful for our callers. Amen. We thank you so much for joining we're talking about wisdom and vision on this evening. If you have a question or a comment, certainly press one and we'll bring you live. Um, I have vision. And we know that the the vision is for an appointed time. The vision will lie. It will, will not lie. It will speak. The vision is for us to, to articulate to others that they may hear it and run with it. But if we don't have wisdom to articulate it, if we don't have wisdom to work it, if we don't have wisdom to know who to share with and who not to share with, if we're not attentive to have an ear to hear what the Spirit of God is saying, not only will our wisdom be lacking, but our vision is going to suffer. Amen. Amen. You know, and, and, and so um, Proverbs twenty nine eighteen. Now, this was, this, this says, um, and I'm reading from King James Version. Where there is no vision, the people, people perish. perish. Yes. But he that haveth, haveth the, uh, keepeth the law, happy is he. So when, if, if, if we're talking about a pastor, a teacher, a uh, apostle, or any of those operating in the fivefold, if they have no vision, then the people will perish. Uh, right. Someone is to lead direct. Now, here is the other point is that, you know, Holy Spirit leads, guides, and directs those who are connected to God. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in order to have the Holy Spirit work in our lives, one, um, uh, we have to believe uh, uh, in the works and the life of Jesus, and, yeah. and and then we are connected to the Holy Spirit. Absolutely, uh, I know you read from Proverbs, and Proverbs four verse seven, NIV reads this way: "The beginning of wisdom is this: get wisdom, though it costs all you have, get understanding." And and sometimes I think that it's more convenient for the body of believers to say, well, oh, I didn't understand. (laughs) Instead of saying, Holy Spirit, reveal truth to me. Let me get wisdom so that I can see the manifestation of the vision that you've given me. It's an easy cop-out to say, oh, I didn't understand. When the word says, if you, the beginning of wisdom is get it, get understanding. And what it means is that you have to die daily. You have to lay aside the, the weight and the sin. You have to crucify your flesh. You have to incline your ear to hear what the Spirit of God is saying. And by doing so, then you're able to glean 
the truth of what God is saying. I was um, talking to Minister Bobby, who was on the line earlier today, and she was talking about a study that she did with the people this morning. And she was talking about truth. How many believers actually want to walk in truth? How many of us really want to walk in wisdom, Benny? How many of us are really pursuing the vision that God has given us? Because with those things comes accountability. With those things causes a a change in how we live, how we breathe, how we walk, how we talk, how we entreat other people. Who really wants wisdom? Who really wants understanding? Who is really ready to pursue the vision that God has given us? Who really wants truth? I'm sorry, babe. You just got me fired up. I'm talking. I I, I knew knew it would. But, you know, and this is the thing that we talk about all the time. We talk about purpose. You know, in in order to fulfill purpose, um, you know, the Bible tells us that God, he, he knows the plans that he had for us. You know, yeah. so he had that vision and he, and he, Holy Spirit will remind us of those things mm-hmm. when we tap in, when we mm-hmm. tap into the right power source, which is the uh, Holy Spirit. Uh, when we, when we tap into that, then we get that vision and then the wisdom uh, helps us to keep ourselves aligned and keeps the, keep us on track so that we can yeah. fulfill. And, and you, we, we won't see things manifest if we don't tap into the vision and the wisdom. Uh, because every time that we get a vision, there is a instruction that's going to follow it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so sometimes we don't and so like you said some sometimes people don't want to accept the responsibility of carrying out the instruction. Ah. Um this scripture found in uh Ephesians chapter 1 verses 18 through 23 and I'm reading this from the message it says, your eye focused and clear so that you can see per- exactly what it is he, he is calling you to do. Grasp the immensity of this glorious way of life he has for Christians. Oh, the utter extravagance of his work in us who trust him. Endless energy, boundless strength. All this energy issues from Christ. God raised him from death and set him on a throne in deep heaven in charge of running the universe, everything from galaxies to governments, no name and no power exempt from his rule. And not just for the time being, but forever. He is in charge of it all, has the final word on everything. At the center of all of this, Christ rules the church. The church, you see, this part is not peripheral to the world. The world is peripheral to the church. The church is Christ's body in which he speaks and acts by which he fills everything with his presence. See, when we talk about vision, of course, we're talking about those things that are revealed. But if we talk about vision in the natural sense of it, when it says that the the church is, is not peripheral to the world, but the world is peripheral to the church, 
then our vision has to be focused on what it is that Christ is revealing to us more so than what the world is revealing to us. Because I think, Benny, sometimes for us, we get caught up in what the world desires to see from us more than we consider what God wants. And so in those moments, we're not operating in wisdom either. Because again, our our focus is wrong. Our, we're using our peripheral to catch a glimpse of what's going on in the world and not staying focused with our eyes fixed like a flint on the things of Christ to know how to move and how to be. And when yes. we lose sight, we're, we're not getting the wisdom. We're not getting the understanding. And therefore, the vision, which is for an appointed time, is, is, is being affected. Lord have mercy. Yes, yes. In uh, uh, Proverbs uh, 14 and 8, um, this is the uh, English uh, standard version, is to discern his way. Mm. But the folly of a fool is deceiving. Yes. And so we, 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 we have to... The wisdom of the of the prudent is discerning his way. Yeah. So you what know does that, that, say? that the prudent ones are the be, ones that are getting the understanding, that are being yes. diligent to hear his voice, that are being students of the word, that have a relationship that are that's greater than religion, that are seeking his face. My yes, that's prudent. That's good. And so. You know, and so, and so, you know, I, I I was telling someone at work the other day that, and I it may have even been talking to um, uh, one of my sons is saying every job that I've had is to serve, and in order for me to do that, serve in those capacities in anything that I've ever done to serve God's people is I have to have the heart to serve. I have to have the desire, the want, to serve his people with excellence. And that's the only way that I know how to do it, is mm-hmm. I want to do it the right way. But I'm doing it from my heart, and my heart is pure, so I'm not leaving. There's no there's no envy. There's no... Uh, Jealousy, I'm serving that person or that group of people with everything that I have because they need it. Mm-hmm. And there's people that are, there's people that are assigned and appointed to serve me mm-hmm. for my needs. Uh, okay. And the more I pour in, the more I pour in. And so, how did I come up with that because of wisdom and the vision that I have to continually, continuously serve? You know, um, Apostle Val, yourself, you know, if, if, if people really knew how much you are pouring, serving others, they, they wouldn't believe it that you're giving so much. And it's not about you, and it's not about me. It's not about the empowerment place. It's about doing God's work. You know, Mm -hmm. I I think I asked a question. I said, uh, I thought you had business hours. And you Mm -hmm. said, 
No, I, I do have business hours, but my desire, my heart, my vision mm-hmm. is to serve and yeah. serve in the capacity that God has given me, the the knowledge, the experience, and um, and all of that to do to to serve. So, uh, you know, a lot of times we look at even helps health ministries. You know, they will put someone who may be able to cook well in a kitchen in the helps ministry. But it's much more than this feeding uh, a person food. Yeah, absolutely. They need to be able to feed them something other than food, feeding them the word of God as they uh, continue to grow. Anyway, I didn't mean to go off that way, but uh, helps. <laughs> Ministry is a part of vision that happens in a ministry. Mm-hmm. And and so and, and I also looked at this. You know, sometimes depending on what the um, what type of uh, uh, ministry it is, what type of church it is. Um, how sometimes the vision of the church can get twisted by even a, a pastor, uh, a not sometimes it doesn't even come from uh, an overseer. It comes from someone who is a trustee of a board mm. that says we're going to close the church or we're going to open the church. All right, Benny, all right, Benny, all right, Benny, you better stop it. You better stop it. <laughs> controlling controlling the vision of the pastor, controlling the vision of God. And so, you know, those are the things that we have to think about when we talk about wisdom and we talk about good vision. Um, you know, um, I can, I can and, and I'm not even talking about uh, you know, prophesying or anything like that, but sometimes uh, that vision gets misconstrued with that. Yes, amen. Amen. We have a caller. Yes, thank you so much for calling in. You're live. Yes, hi, this is Bobby Harris. Um, and I'm enjoying um, what I'm hearing, but I want to say, um, about vision and, and your vision and and um, the church and overseers and the board or whatever. I had an incident where God had given me a vision for a prayer walk, right? It was just a prayer walk. You know, we would just walk in the neighborhood, begin to pray, and, you know, um, so barriers can come down. So then when we go back, right, we'll be able to, you know, witness and minister to the people. Well, somebody mm-hmm. took it, right? They took it. And what they was like, yeah, they had this, we had this class and, you know, about how to go witness. We know we're not witnessing. We're walking and praying. We're not knocking on doors. But what mm-hmm. happened was, what happened, it was a revival coming that Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Now it went from a prayer walk to witnessing and knocking on doors. Help, Lord. But it wasn't as as, as effective as it would have been if 
because sometimes when you're in church, you want to make sure that you, you, you know, you got all your eyes across all your keys. But when God gives you a vision, sometimes you got to just run with it and don't say anything because he gave it to you. That's that right there. That piece right there says that's the piece that we have to hold on to and understand because there are times when vision comes. We have to have the wisdom to know when to share and when not to share. I, I, I believe that we were on the call uh, when I was on the show in Texas the other day, and we were talking about giving birth and how that there are some people who are desiring or saying that they are the midwives, the spiritual midwives that want to tell you it's time to push or no, it's not time to push. And that their intent is to steal your baby. They want you to push when they're ready to catch it. And then they're going to take their dead baby and give it to you and tell you that's the baby that they that you gave birth to. They're going to take your baby and run with it. And the whole time your spirit is going to be grieved because you say, that uh, God gave that to me. That's my baby. I feel that in my spirit. That's my baby. But they're telling me my baby is dead. That's why you got to have wisdom. And when God gives you vision, you got to know what to do with it. Oh, my God. Thank right. you for sharing that. That's powerful. Yes. Wow. Sis, can I just ask, Minister Bobby, has that now changed how you share yes. what spirit God gives to you? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> I'm, you know, and I let me tell you, I respect leadership. I do. But I do understand that. Oftentimes, sometimes, well, let me see how I can say this. Um, they, leadership may not be in the vein that you're in. I'll put it Amen. Like Amen. So, so Amen. Certain, you know, when you, or, or maybe you're under a, a leadership and God has been dealing with them about something and he give it to you and you go and say, um, Apostle Valerie, God has given this to me, and, and, and he's already showed you that this is what I'm supposed to be doing, so it's Amen. not a problem. Amen, 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 amen. The Holy Ghost. But if amen. you want somebody that's not in tune with the Holy Ghost, and not this time, let me pray about it, and you say, but God, I thought you gave that to me. I did mm-hmm. give it to you. But it wasn't for you to, you know, somebody used to tell me, move it, just do it. Amen. Because it's Amen. about advancing the kingdom. No disrespect to leadership or whatever, but it's about advancing God's kingdom. Amen. And I, so, I, I make many mistakes yeah. in the church folks stuff, but I'm hushing now. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Praise God. So here's 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 where here's where uh, this vision vision and wisdom uh, led me to. Babe, it we says, got two minutes. I just want to let you know we got two minutes. Okay. It builds trust. Mm-hmm. It builds character. It mm-hmm. builds integrity. It builds relationships. It builds purpose. And it builds consistency. Amen. That's where vision and wisdom will lead you to those things. Amen. Amen. I'm a witness. I'm a witness. This has been amazing. Thanks, babe, for coming on with me today. Um, to our listeners, I pray that this has been um, as it has been for us, those who are on the line and those who are in the chat room. We thank you so much for joining us. Um, as my husband and I get to tag team, we haven't done that in a while. 
So I'm grateful. I'm grateful that he had time to be with us to share from the thought of wisdom and vision. You got to have wisdom in order to even understand the vision, to know that the vision is for an appointed time, and it shall speak and not lie. The, The vision came from the Lord. But we have to have wisdom and understanding in order to know what to do it. And the word said, if any man lack wisdom, let him ask. Say, God, I need wisdom. <laughs> I need wisdom. I need to know what to do with what you've got so that I'm able to walk in truth and fulfill the purpose and plan that you have for my life. Amen. Amen. Babe, thank you. Bobby, thank you so much for joining. Listeners, join us again next week, and we will be back with another Relevant Kingdom teaching. And then until then, we say love and blessings to each one of you.